Welcome to Inspired Chi Radio with your hosts, A.J. Johnsack and Tracy Sanginetti. In this program, we explore what makes you a powerful soul by learning to connect with your guides and master your own energy. It's time once and for all to get rid of the obstacles in your life that are keeping you from being the true soul you are meant to be. Now, here are your hosts, Tracy and AJ. Hello, and welcome to Inspired She Radio, the place to start your week inspired. My name is AJ Johnsack. And I'm Tracy Sanginetti. And together we are Inspired She. Welcome back to this week's episode. We're very happy to have you here. Uh, we're going to uh, introduce you to our guest in just a moment. I'm going to introduce you to our guest in just a moment. But Trace, for right now, would you like to recap last week's episode? Yes. Last week, we had the honor of interviewing spiritual medium, Teresa Roba. And we talked a lot about heaven crossing over angels and Teresa's journey to becoming a conduit for the souls that have crossed over to communicate with their loved ones in this dimension. It was very fascinating. If you've not had a chance to listen to that, absolutely do it. We had so much fun in the interview. She's a hoot, by the way. <laughs> she is hysterical. We had so much fun. And um, it was such a great reminder to perhaps some of our audience who think that as you're learning these spiritual uh, modalities or if you're on your spiritual path, that it must be very very serious and there we are laughing the entire time but your spirituality should not be a drudge your spirituality uh, should open up creativity and bring you joy and if it's not then um, maybe you need to look at your path but also why not have fun along the way right Tracy why not I mean we there's seldom a day we're not working together that we're not laughing, usually at ourselves, but uh, that's okay. That is absolutely okay. Uh, and make sure you tune in, uh, listen to the episode if you were not able to catch it live, and you'll hear about the, the gift away that we did in that segment. That was, uh, you know, Teresa had given us an outline to follow on looking at some of your your areas of life that you want to work on. So that was uh, something we were happy to put out. Tonight's episode, I have to say, I'm very honored and very happy to be introducing our guest. Uh, brilliant woman, loving soul, spiritual advisor, tarot, Reiki, uh, Kundalini energy teacher and master, uh, intuitive Path Consultant, and my partner in time, our very own Tracy Sanginetti. So, welcome. Welcome well, to your hello, show. Hello, I'm so happy to be here. I just got in. <laughs> <laughs> and boy, are my arms tired, right? Absolutely. <laughs> uh, excellent. And, and Tracy and I, we've talked about this openly on previous episodes, how long we've known each other, how we've met. Uh, some of it I remember, some of it I did not, and, <laughs> which is always fun when you look back and, and you hear about how people found you to be when they first met you. Uh, from my perspective, I found Tracy to immediately be a very old soul and somebody that I connected with right away, but somebody that I felt that we've done this through multiple lifetimes. Yes. And uh, 
So it was a quiet knowing, which is the way these things happen. And we all started paths in different directions and uh, takes us on very windy roads. And Tracy, you started your journey actually as a young child, a teenager reading runes. So why don't you tell our audience a little bit about your journey? I did. I did. Well, it's, it's kind of funny. My mother was always very uh, supportive along my spiritual journey, mainly because a lot of the books that I started reading, I stole from her. <laughs> and I say stole, maybe I lovingly borrowed from Have her. Have you ever given them back? Um, well, she's still giving them to me to this day. Every time Maya goes over there to see her, she's like, we found some more books for you. So it was definitely a wealth of information. But what she did not know at the time was that when I was 12, I stole her rune cards and took them down to my friend Ruthie's house to read people's fortune. And the runes were a lot less intimidating than the tarot would eventually be. But I remember my mom saying, it's my birthday. I wanted to do my rune reading. Where are my runes? And here I had left them at Ruthie's house. <laughs> so that was when I was 12. I read the runes for myself, for my friends. And then at 13, my mother gifted me my own tarot set, which thus began the journey of what I mainly do in my work now. But had your mom been reading tarot cards as you were growing up? Had you seen her do this? Had she read for you? Or did she just have them? It was kind of her secret uh, passion. I do recall my mother, um, and I, knowing this later in life, having conversations with her, she did take a few psychic development classes. She had an inherent uh, intuition. She'd read a lot of different books and everything like that. But I believe that the runes were the only set of um, oracle cards that she was using as her guide. Hmm. That's interesting because I, I, I think that certainly tarot decks are very popular, very widely known. And very often the first oracle deck of any kind that people um, tend to go towards. The rune cards, I know the first time you read rune cards for me, I thought I, I've heard of rune stones, never saw them in an oracle deck. That's interesting. And, and by the way, how was the party when you read it at Ruthie's house? Did your friends welcome that? Were they? I mean, I don't even know what kind of real problems we were having at that time <laughs> that we needed to, to solve, but we were always approaching things from a standpoint, a standpoint of like personal growth and personal development. Mm -hmm. Like I think I've been reading um, personal development books since my early teenage years. You know, back then they were called self-help books, right? Mm -hmm. Now we've kind of mastered it has to do with more of personal development and manifesting in your own life. But there was um, an echo of both. So the intuition and guiding your intuition and also taking responsibility for your own personal development. And, and that's interesting. Um, because if we say it's self-help, that almost makes us think that um, it's, it's a one-and-done kind of thing. Oh, like you need to get the plumber in to fix the, the sink pipe. Right. Well, as soon as he fixes it, you're done, right? Uh, and there's no further problem and no further action needed. When we talk about self-development, I think it almost gives us breathing room. We know it's not a one-and-done. So if we don't master something right away, it doesn't make a difference because that it's not to master it, it's to experience it. So tarot, I think, is such a great example of that because there are more cards to learn and use and understand. And it's not something that um, you're going to just do a one and done. It, it takes time to learn the tarot. And we're going to go into that in a few moments. But I'd like to hear a little bit more about 
how you, your own personal development over the years from reading runes, how has your impression of tarot changed from sitting in Ruthie's basement at age 13 to a slightly older age now? <laughs> slightly. Well, I think that over the years, a lot of my, when I got better with the tarot, it happened through reading my own tarot in situations that I was going through. So a lot of my learning the tarot was through my own personal growth and experiences and just wanting answers. Is, am I on the right path? Is, is he the one? What is happening? And I would do it to the degree where it would almost be part of anxiety when you're continuously reading and reading, expecting a different result, trying to understand if this is meant for you, rather than kind of going in and reading with my own intuition. I did that for my own personal development, for friends of mine. And I never put it down. I continued to read, but I didn't really read for others in the capacity that I do now. That didn't happen until much later. So in that time period, I really got to know the runes and their meanings and the different ways that they spoke to each other in readings by, again, reading for myself, reading for my friends, um, reading different books on the subject. And I was very fascinated with that. Moving forward, let's fast forward 20 years. I found myself um, no longer going to be the owner of a salon, you know, ending a 20-year stint as a stylist and salon owner, wanting to create a new path for myself, but really also missing the connection that I would have with my clients. Because a lot of what happened in those 20 years as a stylist from behind the chair was connecting to people and their experiences and watching their own personal growth. So that had a lot to do with it. But when I changed careers to, you know, where I am now in a cancer center, which is a completely different vibe entirely, I was missing that human connection of sitting down, talking to my clients, having them tell me their stories, going, you know, back and forth, that personal connection. So I actually started reading for my clients that were my clients as a stylist, you being one of them. Absolutely. <laughs> and it started from reading for my friends to then reading for my clients to saying, I love this. I really enjoy being able to open up the patterns and, and show the aspects and be able to do that. So that's kind of how many years later I picked this back up again and ended up here. I'd be curious to know the statistics on how many stylists are natural um, and practicing empaths, readers, Reiki masters, because you do hear everything. Everything. Everything in the chair. I know that there'd be times where you would be doing my hair and while we would be talking you can't help but overhear somebody in the chair next to you and think oh Tracy slow down I want to hear the end of that story <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. so to have all this information at your fingertips uh, the universe playing itself out in front of you it had to have been fascinating and I I know that in the work that we do through Inspired Chi it's that connection uh, that we make with other people and what that does for our own self-awareness. I, I can understand how you would miss that, if not crave that after a period of time. And each story tells us something about ourselves. So each reading tells us something about ourselves. It absolutely does. And I'm a very nosy person. <laughs> I was going to um, say inquisitive. And I'm, <laughs> very, uh, I'm also very open about my own experiences yes. and, you know, not being the least bit shocked at whatever anybody has to say to me. So 
that's usually helpful in that experience that I didn't realize back then that that intimacy that was created with my clients and some of them are still my clients to this day in this new aspect of, of my work and dear friends to this day when you're creating that intimate conversation and being able to be open and being able to you know give advice that's not always warranted uh, but needs to be here and being in that zone where you can be comfortable enough to do that you're you're being trained you're essentially being trained to have even more intimate conversations because when you open up someone's tarot reading, you're looking at everything. You're looking at the aspects where maybe the client hasn't played the best role, maybe some things that the client isn't open to see about people in their environment, which is a hard thing to really relay sometimes, and I try and do it as delicately as possible um, or as blunt as possible when that's what is needed. So I think a lot of times the path that we're on is training us for the next path that we're actually supposed to be on, our, our own personal mission. And as a stylist, as much as I love that human interaction, I love my clients, it wasn't, I was not passionate about hair. It was a career that I chose. It was a path that I chose. I happened to be good at it, but I loved the environment. I loved the people. <laughs> that had more to do with anything. I loved the gossip magazines. I loved the, I don't have to be in until 10 o'clock. Like it was a very good environment for my personality and being able to express myself artistically and have these open conversations with people that ultimately is what I do today. I, I think it was necessary for your soul development to put you in that position so that you could understand the depth of people longing for answers, the depth of people longing for love and connection and commitment and self-awareness um, and satisfaction and security and on and on and on all the things that come up in tarot readings or in other readings, other energy work that we do. Uh, for our audience, let me tell you that you're actually in for a treat because in our next segment, Tracy's actually going to pull a couple of cards um, as, as part of what she's going to be talking about, the, the tarot cards themselves. And at the end, make sure you stay tuned because we have a gift away. Courtesy of Inspired Chi. We're very excited to share that with you. Uh, so we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to dive right into learning the tarot and experiencing it firsthand. Join us in just a moment. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Our thoughts and feelings not only affect our own lives, but the lives of everyone around us. Find new meanings of love, authentic expressions, and better connections with the people in your life. Tune in to Love Light with Dr. Jean Marie Farish. This program will feature guests and discuss ideas that will bring a better life to you. When you find this perspective on love, it will change everything. Listen live every Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. 
This is Inspired Chi Radio. To reach the program today, please call 1-888-346-9141. That's 1-888-346-9141. Or send an email to yourtruechi at gmail.com. Now, back to AJ and Tracy. And welcome back to Inspired Chi Radio. Our guest this evening is our very own Tracy Sanginetti from Inspire Chi, my partner in time. By the way, thank you for choosing me karmically again. Thank you for choosing me karmically. Oh, it's my pleasure. Uh, when we left, we promised that in this segment, Tracy was going to be looking at some cards that I got the opportunity to pull for our audience. And we're going to be talking about the major arcana uh, and the karmic cycles that go along with that. Tracy, if I'm correct on this, because you and Nick Johnsack are my tarot uh, teachers. Honestly, audience, they've been trying to teach me this for a very long time. Uh, The major arcana, that's the fool's journey, correct? That is the fool's journey. The major arcana is the first 22 of the tarot cards. There's many. There's many, many tarot cards. 76, I believe. But... Major Arcana are the universally driven karmic cards, meaning when they come up in your life, it's something that is a push from the universe, it's divinely timed, or it's part of your karmic cycle, and it's coming up for a reason, for you to master it, for you to heal it, whatever that may be. The reason they call it the fool's journey is because we start with the fool, and the Major Arcana numbers that as zero. And... We begin the journey as the fool because with any new endeavor, whether that be in love, in career, whether it be big or little, you have to start out as the fool. You're beginning your journey inexperienced. You're beginning it with hope that it's going to work out. Um, so the certain naive approach, but also a very innocent approach. You're not really going into it. Of course, you're tainted by your life experiences, but when you start anything, have to be hopeful that it's going to work out or why start at all so we always start every journey as the fool and as we go through the cycle of cards leading up to the world and we'll talk about that when we flip a few couple cards here it's all of the different things that you may experience along the way mm-hmm. along the journey and then when you get to the world it's usually when that cycle is ready to be closed out and it is a time to Think of everything that you have learned to really pat yourself on the back for finishing up that cycle and experiencing and getting through all of the cards because, as we'll talk about shortly, not all of them are pleasant. Not all of your karmic cycles and experiences are going to be pleasant. It's really dependent upon your growth. So if something comes up for you in the major arcana as a hurdle that you need to overcome, you need to really look at that from the standpoint of it, it building the strength for you to complete the cycle. So that when you begin again as the fool on the next mountain, on the next journey, you can do so wiser, with a little bit more confidence. So the cycles continue, the journey continues, the fool is uh, ground zero. Yes. It's your starting point. Yes. And the world is, okay, I've got it. Uh, Referring to not just, okay, I've increased abundance. Is it more about, okay, I've got it. I understand what my own journey is. And then we just start the journey again on the next leg of that journey. Yes, and they don't always happen in, the, in direct order. Right. 
So if you're at the full, the next step, once you've decided to, to take that leap of faith, that make that decision, you would come upon the magician. So normally that would be next. And the magician is you having the power to manifest and create and make things happen in the physical reality. So sometimes people skip around. <laughs> sometimes circumstances uh, dictate that you do skip around. So you may not experience every one of those cards on every single journey. You may experience them out of order, but you will certainly know when you're finished the cycle. Well, interestingly enough, this just popped into my head. We don't um, learn them in, in order of the cards, of course. We learn them in order of what we need to experience next or what we've chosen to experience next. When I do uh, work for clients, very often if, if I'm talking about a variety of past lives the first one might be okay 37 lives ago and the next one is oh in your in your last life and then the third life I might look at would be 17 people say well are they out of order no no no. it's importance of whatever message you need to hear first second third whatever right what comes up what yeah. comes up uh, as we go through these cards that uh, were pulled for our audience in this segment Remember that what comes up for you right for what Tracy shares about these cards may not resonate with you right this moment. Listen to the message. You might be surprised at some of the synchronicity, some of the omens, the signs, some of the messages that you receive that in a day, week, these messages become more clear to you. But also, Tracy, the message may not be for everybody. Um, well, that would be with a general reading, which we've kind of done here. It may resonate with you. It may not. We more or less pulled three cards just to give you a general example of some of the lessons and information you may gain from the cards. Each tarot reader is different. Each tarot deck is different. So you'll get different images and messages along with it. But because we're working with the major arcana, we've, well, you pulled three major. I did pull them. And I do have to say that I love that the world is here because we were just talking about closing the cycle. We did not do that on purpose, but I'm happy it's one of the cards that we're discussing. So Agnes had chosen three cards and I just laid them down to do a little bit of a past, present, and future. Again, this isn't necessarily a message for the collective. It's more of an example, but if it's resonated and there is a message, don't not take it. <laughs> um, and you're welcome. <laughs> So in the past, we have the Wheel of Fortune, and the Wheel of Fortune is in direct relation to your karmic destiny. So, Tracy, can I stop you for just a second? So this is kind of like a past, present, future. This three-card reading that we're going to do just for an example is okay. not perfect. Every different tarot spread is based on what the client is needing, what is going on, and what information we're trying to deduct. Excellent. But because we're just trying to use this as an example, we're perfect. just saying past, present, future to to say where the position of the card is. Excellent. So the Wheel of Fortune is being in touch with your immediate destiny. So say, for instance, this would come up in your reading. It would mean that you're supposed to be here. Yay. You're supposed to be here at this time experiencing this because of something either that you're writing from the past or something that's about to come up for you in the future. So personally, as a tarot reader, I don't read reversals. Some, some readers do. Yes. If you were to see this reverse, this may represent something like a string of bad luck mm -hmm. that may have been going on in the past for you. So when we see that Wheel of Fortune, as with any major arcana card, we know that this is universally driven. This is part of your karmic cycle. First, the other cards, which you know we will come to uh, in another lesson, another time, has to do a little bit more with environmental factors, um, things that you can control, 
and people in your life. These are just the circumstance that you find yourself in. So if this was a person's reading, and we were saying that the Wheel of Fortune was in the past, this would be talking about what you just experienced was part of your karmic cycle and destiny. And moving forward, whatever lessons that you gained from that, or people that you may have met, or experiences that may have come up, a job that you may have taken, this is part of your destiny. It's letting you know, like, ooh, yes, you're on the right track, especially if it's right side up. <laughs> um, and then moving forward, we have the world in the place of the present. So this client with this three-card reading would be dealing with closing out a major cycle. It would mean that the way that this has been going for them, this cycle that they have been on, let's look at it from a job perspective, that maybe they started out as the fool, maybe at an entry-level position, and they continue to work up and maybe have some disappointments and maybe learn some new things along the way, but ultimately they might see the world because maybe now it's time for them to open up their own establishment after training in a position and being in it for a long time. Sometimes the world can come up just to let us know that it's time to move forward. It's time to move on. You've learned everything that you can from this lesson. It's time for the next one. Time to travel. Yes. And in the future position, we have temperance, which is a balancing not only of the outer energies of, you know, keeping your, like, quote, unquote, in balance but also um, a balancing the light and dark within you, the shadow aspects of your personality, some of the things that could be interfering in your growth and what you're manifesting, as well as the light within yourself and, and just finding that balance and understanding that there's measure in both. There's information that you gain and lessons that you learn to take with you in knowing both of them and finding a balance between that angel and devil, which is also common with the justice card, but specifically for this, this would look to me that whatever this person's journey that they were on was part of their destiny, but it's time for it to come to a close. They should be really proud of themselves for reaching this end, and they should take all of the lessons as they move forward with a more balanced perspective, tending to both sides of their personality and not trying to hide or shun one of them, accepting all of it, and healing what needs to be healed. Well, those cards were specifically pulled for our audience, but... Uh I feel like you've all had a glimpse into my life once again. <laughs> <laughs> Somehow these cards are resonating with me a great deal. Uh, when we talk about temperance, and I think most of us would think of that as balance, but I want to talk about balance for just a moment because I, one thing I have learned about the tarot is that when I've had readings from you, when I've had readings from Nick, I, I really walk away with, am I taking rest am i am i incorporating rest mm -hmm. uh, i don't have to make a decision on this today i don't have to move forward on this today i just have to recognize that the time to do so is now and making a decision moving forward then there can be a period of rest i don't need to start that next journey you know on in two minutes how important is just taking time to sit with messages Tracy, how important is that for folks to really incorporate them into what they're trying to do in their lives? So I usually recommend that you don't come and see me if three to six months have not elapsed because you need time to allow things to unfold for you to truly understand, um, accept the new information in, see what your intuition says, see how you feel about it, and see if you can really see that in your life as movement. Mm -hmm. So... If you're coming to me about a relationship and 
some of the things had not been um, worked on that we talked about in the reading that needed a little bit of work internally, then you're not going to experience those benefits externally. So you want some time to take the advice, to see it at work in your life, to see what else unfolds that may provide more information. We do a lot of our insight readings, which we'll get to in a minute, by the lunar cycles. I always say right around the full moon, that's when some more information shakes out before you make a decision. <laughs> so a lot of times you want that time period to elapse. You don't want to be continuously looking for answers constantly because that's not intuition, that's anxiety. I know firsthand, ah, yes. you know, yes. uh, of wanting to know that answer and needing it not to be unexpected or come out of nowhere for you and, and trying to have control over what you don't have control over, ultimately, which brings me to the tower card. So the tower card is something that I have a love-hate relationship with. <laughs> if you've ever experienced that in your reading, uh, it could be a very scary image. Some of the tarot decks that we have now do have a calmer depiction of that but it's literally a man flying from a burning building so it doesn't really give you a sense of like that squishy and cushy feeling when you see that in your reading but the thing about the tower is tower our tower moments in life those upheavals those changes those unexpected shocking events are usually either to push us in the new direction that we knew we needed to go in and have it or something that we hadn't considered not all of the tower cards are negative cards some of them can represent like a breakthrough. Like you would think of, a I might get a tower right before I moved. Talking about a change, an upheaval, something coming in that is going to change everything up and you're going to rebuild anew. Because after the tower card, you have the star, which is a rebirth and renewal. So what a lot of people don't understand is you're going to continuously have that tower come up throughout your life. Whether because things have gone on that are unexpected, big or little, or because throughout your own personal development and improvement, these breakthroughs are being gifted to you. So not expecting life to have tower moments is like not being prepared ever because tower moments happen on a boring Tuesday. They don't happen when you've planned it. Like this is going to be my tower Saturday and this tower moment is going to change my life because I've had to rebuild. Because when you've been shaken to the core with a tower moment, you never rebuild the same. You learn the lesson, you change internally. And a lot of times that's being done for us, not to us, to move us into a direction that will better serve us or out of something that no longer serves us. And sometimes we won't make a move unless everything falls down around us. And we have no choice. And we have no choice. And I always say it's amazing how strong you can be when you have no other choice but to be strong. But you have a choice, and we hope that you'll be back and join us back in just another moment. We're going to take a short break, uh, so make, make the right choice here. Join us back here in just a moment at Inspire Chi Radio. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you aware that each one of us was born with a mission, a sense of purpose? Even if you don't know it yet, it will reveal itself. Pay attention to the clues that will lead you to uncover your mission. Listen to Mission Possible program with host Carol Ann Fernandez. Along with some amazing guests, Carol Ann seeks to help you along the journey to manifest your mission. 
It's time to unleash your greater potential. Mission Possible program airs live every Thursday at 1 p.m. Pacific Time, 4 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Empowerment. We're with you wherever Alexa and Google are. At home, in the car, on your smart TV, and your connected devices. Hey, Alexa. Hey, Google. Play my favorite Voice America podcast on TuneIn. It's just that easy. But don't forget to make sure you actually mention the name of the podcast show to make it work. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. This is Inspired Chi Radio. To reach the program today, please call 1 888 346 9141. That's 1 888 346 9141. Or send an email to your true chi at gmail.com. Now, back to AJ and Tracy. And welcome back to Inspired Chi Radio, the place to start your week inspired. We've been speaking to our very special guest, Tracy Sanginetti, uh, co-host and my partner in Inspired Chi. And a few moments ago, we were speaking about the Tower card and what that represents. Uh, on the, I actually love that card. I, I, <laughs> I know. I, every time I say that, Tracy laughs, but I always think, great, now I have no choice but to start over. So uh, sometimes that's the kick in the tush that I need. But I think there's another card, Tracy, that people uh, perhaps interpret as just one way. And again, one of my favorite cards, and yes, I am a freak, I guess, is the death card. Yes. People misunderstand that or fear that. There are very few people in the collection of, of us who say, oh, I love to see that card. Would you speak for a few moments about the death card? So first, let me say any major arcana that is in your reading is also balanced out by the other cards that are speaking to each other. So that had a lot to do with um, what would go on in a more personalized reading. But the death card specifically will very, very rarely depict actual death, actual physical death. It has in cases, right. but not typically. Usually that, under, that means that you're going to be undergoing a death within yourself, a sort of transformation. Because the life that you've been living has outgrown its form and it's time to let that die so that you can begin anew. So that really has what, it, like, and sometimes it could be in regards to, say, we're asking about a relationship. And if the death card comes over the relationship, well, it's either dead <laughs> or you need to rehaul that and transform it to, to get it to continue your work. A lot of times the death card comes up, it's not a surprise to people. A lot of times where the tower is a little bit more of a surprise. With the death card, it's kind of like, I oh, know. I know, but what do I have to change to move forward? And, and I think a lot of people in their readings don't realize you have to do the first part to get to the second part. Well, you know, I always say uh, if people come to any kind of energy work just for fun, that's great. That's, that's absolutely fine. Uh, a fun reading will be one that you talk about. An insightful reading will be one that you not only talk about, but that you do something about. And for those folks who are finding tarot something that, yeah, I'd like to learn more about that, uh, Tracy is Bayer Chi in uh, this summer, 2020, you're going to be teaching again uh, on the tarot. Would you speak about that for a few moments? 
Yes, I um, I had used the tarot for personal development long before I ever thought that I would be reading people professional get it. That wasn't even a thought in my mind at the time when I learned it. So over last year, we did an Awaken event, and I did a little bit of a, a talk on teaching tarot for personal development, and I really enjoyed that. And I think a lot of the clients that you know took the time to take that, it was very helpful for them. So what are some reasons that you might seek out tarot? A, for your own personal development, or B, to, to aid in the help of others and, and helping them, you know, make sure that they feel good and confident along their path and give them that validation. So we are going to have two types of classes that will be offered. One would be a tarot 101, which would be more for your own personal development. And the other would be as more of a part of your spiritual journey for the healers and intuitives that are reading already for their clients and are doing healing work already and just are looking for a different avenue of exploration in being able to not just predict what's coming up, but also share in what aspects the client is currently being presented with and how they can make the most out of that in their own life to their best advantage, where I think is what comes up with that. It's, it's great to have your fortune read for fun. I love to do that as well. But what's more helpful is to understand the aspects that are currently at work in your life, the energy that's around, and the control that you have over that situation in making the best choices for your own life to manifest sometimes things that you didn't even think were possible for yourself. And every time you have a reading, every time you pull cards for yourself, or you're you're pulling cards for somebody else, you're still learning something important in your own journey, on in your own path. And for those who think summer, I don't want to wait that long. <laughs> uh, for some time now on Inspire Chi, Tracy has been doing insight readings, and I would strongly encourage you to uh, pop on over to our site and check out the uh, the insight readings. It, this is such an interesting uh, process that Tracy goes through. And Tracy, would you talk? And we have an insight reading. We do have one currently up for those who want experience. Right. But I'll talk about that in just a minute. First, I want to apologize for the dogs that are apparently going crazy outside. <laughs> if you can hear that in this, very, very distracting. Um, but so our insight opportunities were created in our own personal Facebook group three years ago. And it began because I personally follow the lunar cycles in my goal setting so I can stay on track and so that I can manifest. So a new moon would be representative of new intentions that you might want to set because it's it's the most advantageous time to start a new goal, a new project. And the full moon is usually when you tweak that project and release what no longer serves you, Mm -hmm. both in, in any aspect that you're looking at, about your own personal life, your career, any way you want to look at it. So we created this group in between readings for our clients. Our clients should really only come and see us. I mean, we'd love to see you for other things. We do. Come visit. You should only really be coming for a reading every three to six months. So you have the time to allow that to unfold, to do the work, to, to really understand. And in between that time period, these insight opportunities are helpful to help you connect with your own guides. And we kind of facilitate that channel for you in the sense that we'll create a question. And that question will be based on what the planetary influences are at that time so that you're able to navigate that in the most positive way for you. We'll have you call in your guides and do a general reading. You might see three cards. You would tune into your guides, tune into the questions, take a deep breath, and choose the card. 
Once you've done that, you'll be getting a general message. And it's important to remember that the general messages, some of them will be yours, some of them will not be yours. Because it is a general reading. For a more personalized, intimate experience, you would want to do a one-on-one. -on -one. But in these insight opportunities, you get a message, you get a little bit of advice, you get maybe an idea of what the best new intention would be for you. That is something that you chose. So we do that every two weeks, sometimes more, so that our clients in between readings can tap in, focus, and have a channel to do that to get maybe messages, more pieces of advice, some type of inspiration in between their sessions that is more on their own terms. And they develop a little bit more of a relationship with their own guides and participating in that. And for our audience, make sure you pop on over to inspirechiradio.com. And the gift away for this week is our signature reading, which is a three-by-three three reading. And this is really a combination of readings that Tracy and I do together. Uh, Tracy using the tarot cards or a variety of cards, other oracle decks, and me adding a perspective from the Akashic Records. That's in addition to the reading Tracy's already done uh, as part of the tutorial. Uh, the gift away this week is that signature three by three reading. And Tracy, would you speak to that for just a moment? Because that was something that is relatively new for us, but we have both found this very, very effective. Yes, it has been very helpful in kind of creating that pattern. One of the things that's also over on inspiredchiradio.com right now is the interactive insight experience for the new moon that at the time of air just happened last night. The energy is still very ripe for that. If you want to go over and check out that experience and get your message, um, there is a new moon in Pisces. Pisces is the water sign of emotions. There's a lot maybe that you might be getting in touch with that'll aid you um, in your next piece of goal setting. So the three-layer reading, which is going to be part of our gift away, please do enter to win, is an energy read of the chakras, a past, present, future read from the tarot and messages from your spirit guides in that way, and a glimpse into your past lives and seeing how not just things from your past that you carry with you that you've experienced in this lifetime, but things that you may have experienced in another lifetime that might be holding you back. So it's kind of a glimpse of your energetic patterns, the aspects that are around you right now, where some of that resistance might be coming from, and what you can do to overcome that in the path of least resistance, right? Because right? we right. like things to happen quickly, or I know I like to happen well, quickly. Well, and so do I. What's next? What's next? Um, so I think the three-layer reading is, has, deals with that past, present, future. A lot of times what can come up for a client isn't necessarily what they asked about. I always say, if you have more questions, absolutely give me more questions. But if you came to me asking about your boyfriend and your guides want to talk about your job because you're getting laid off tomorrow, I'm sorry, they're going to overrule you. They're going to say, get your head out of the cloud because we have something else we need to focus on. Right. So um, that being said, it's also good to do formulate some type of question and have some type of conversation with your guides even before you step into any reading. So for, for our audience, uh, and I would really encourage you to check out the Insight Readings because it is such a wonderful way to perhaps ease yourself into using tarot as um, one of the touchstones in your lives to help you understand what your path is because a lot of times we don't even really know what our journey is. We're still trying to put a finger on it. If we knew what it was, we'd 
probably would be doing it. We'd probably be bored by now because we knew the ending, right? Right, exactly. We would probably, again, that's why I like the tower cards. Like, <laughs> great, exciting things are happening. And when we talk about the three-layer reading or the three-by-three, three, as I always call it, if you can visualize this, there are three cards across. You have three layers of three. And, Tracy, I have to tell you, when we were at um, the Awaken event, back in the fall up at Bucks County Community College, part of Greg Campisi's Awaken Center for Human Evolution event. Um, so many clients said, well, that's just really weird. Like, no matter if you read the cards left to right or up to down, it's telling you the same message. And they found that so interesting. And I said, well, your message is your message. And it's going to be what you need to hear. So the universe is going to give you as many opportunities to see the message uh, and repetitively if necessary. It would be wonderful if we had caller ID from the universe, but we do. It's the signs, symbols, synchronicities, the deja vu moments. That is your uh, caller ID from the universe. It may not show up on your cell phone as universe, but the messages are there. They're yours to receive. And a great, great starting place is with the insight messages uh, the insight readings. Right, because one of the things that we have done, which was unexpected, it wasn't part of a, a plan here, is we've taken those insight readings, which started out as just you're choosing three cards, and then at the bottom I'm going to post here, and you're going to see what the cards said or look like. It evolved last year into an audio reveal, and this year it has now become a, a YouTube video. And the reason that we switched up that format was because a lot of people found that seeing the images of the cards was helpful in creating that experience around their message. And sometimes when you pick up a card, even one, I mean, I've had these cards forever. I love them. They are my favorite. I'm not supposed to say that, but it's true. Um, <laughs> love so I open this up right here. I may have read this card for a hundred clients, a hundred different ways, and might just see this plant back here for the first time during someone's reading if it's relevant. So, Seeing those images is really a part of the interactive experiences, why we moved it over to the YouTube platform, so that not only are you getting a deeper message and a connection and being able to have something that might mean something specific to you, but also because there is a lot of people within our community that are healers, yes. that are intuitives. So knowing a little bit about that card and how it's seen through the eyes of different people at different times, meaning different things, is encouraging. I mean, one of my favorite things to do is watch tarot readers on YouTube because I just really enjoy to see how their take is on the card in the given situation and also how they encompass that in the general readings. So whether you're seeking because you want your own personal development in that lunar cycle or you're seeking because you want to learn more about tarot and we haven't released our, you know, our videos about that or our class about that yet, you can learn a lot just by watching. I have clients that, and well, we both do, we have clients that, We'll choose card number two, yes. and we'll listen to that message, and that will be specific about them, but then they'll go back and listen to the one and the three, just to kind of get a sense and feel for the readings, whether they have a card for their card, a set of cards for their own personal development, or they're reading for other clients. One of the, the last pieces that I, I do want to leave you with, as we lo I love tarot, I will continue to read tarot, I will continue to teach tarot, but if this is your first rodeo, I highly recommend an oracle deck. I started with the runes. It was less intimidating. There wasn't as many. I was able to connect. And at the time, again, I was using it for my own source of personal development and seeking and fortune telling. 
So I would always recommend an oracle card that speaks to you. If you're a numbers person, a numerology deck. If you're drawn to angels, an angel deck. Something like that that you can kind of connect to your guides, get your messages, journal them out in a less intimidating way than tarot. While I would always recommend tarot, it can be very intimidating to start. And I, I would agree with you. I think it's so easy for us to look at a, a, a picture and say, well, I like the color or I like this. Don't underestimate the value of that. You are developing your own intuition. You're beginning to trust your own intuition. Uh, don't underestimate the value of what you already know because each of us have these gifts. We just don't necessarily develop them. And speaking of gifts, uh, please remember to go over to inspirechiradio.com. Check out our site. Continue to look at the insight opportunity readings that Tracy posts. Subscribe on our YouTube. Subscribe on our YouTube. And I will tell you that this was supposed to be our final episode. But we have uh, another gift for the audience. We're going to have one more episode coming. Surprise. We got Surprise. a bonus. Surprise. It's a bonus. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and uh, it, it has been an absolute. I love to spend time with Tracy. It's always something, it's always a hoot, that is for sure. And speaking about the tarot is just a fascinating subject for me. When we started this series, Tracy, it was no accident that we started with a tarot, a tarot episode with Nick Johnsack. And we were ending, supposedly. We were intending to end. We were intending, <laughs> which again is a great reminder that the universe says, great, this was your intention, now here's what's going to happen. Oh, right, so that would actually be that would be a positive tower. Exactly, it's one of those this or something better moments. So uh, we'll leave you with this message that we want to thank you if you've uh, joined us for these first eight episodes. We have another episode that we plan on doing. Tracy, any final messages for our audience? I would say that with a new moon, it is a great time to set your intentions. I would say be pretty bold about it. And go with them to find out what you really want. Because if you're not asking for it, somebody else is going to get it. And also, let your guides know, that, and your angels, and those, those who've crossed over, anyone who's guiding you that you talk to or you get messages from, let them know it's okay for them to intervene. Sometimes they just need a little bit of permission to be able to step in and help you with the synchronicities. They love when you take action. If you take a little bit of action on your own behalf and ask them, for what you want, you'd be surprised at what follows. So be bold in stating your intentions. Claim your, your victories. Claim what you want for your life. Seek the support. Accept the support. Uh, be grateful. And with that, we will say we are very grateful that you tuned in. Bright blessings to all of you from Tracy and I at Inspire Chi Radio. Thank you so much for listening this week to Inspired Chi Radio. Be sure to join your host, Tracy Sanginiti and A.J. Johnsack, for another edition next Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific Time and 7 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Stay inspired.